Hi, welcome to One More Thing. Today we have Matthew Caden mm -hmm. with us. He's a missionary from the Dominican Republic, but he's going to be transitioned to Puerto Rico. Uh, he spoke uh, this past Sunday here at Porterfield Baptist Church, and we just want to dive a little bit more into the conversation that you had a lot of people, uh, images of people that you've mentored and discipled. Uh, we'd just like to hear a little bit more about those individuals. Right, so... Uh I would say one of the one of the guys that you all saw uh, on Sunday uh, was a was a guy named Roberto, and he's currently serving uh, as as a missionary with Crew in the Dominican Republic. He's a Dominican national. Uh, one of the things that uh, remind me or I, I think of when I think of him is the fact that I really didn't like him at all when I first met him. <laughs> uh, we didn't get along very well. Uh, his uh, our personalities clashed a lot, uh, but uh, by God's providence. <laughs> Uh, I ended up uh, mentoring him, discipling him, uh, as, uh, as as he was leading on his uh, on his campus, um, helping lead the the crew student group on his campus, and so I, I started getting to know him a little bit more, getting to know uh, how God was was working in his life, uh, and we talked about a lot about changed lives on Sunday, and really he he was a person that has has been instrumental in changing a lot of people's lives with with sharing the gospel. Uh, he's excellent at uh, sharing his faith, and he was given the opportunity to actually organize a day of outreach at one of our, our crew conferences on the island. So he, he yeah, basically organized and, and delegated to a number of, of other students and volunteers uh, the, the task of, of organizing different uh, outreaches with, with local churches in, in one part of the island. And it was just so great to, to, to see... Um, how how he was able to use the gifts that God had given him to to reach out to other people and, and be able to get the gospel out out there to more and more people on the island. So really really impressed with him. Really thankful for him. Uh, and I'm looking forward to see how God continues to work in his life and use him. And then so you had another or at least two more individuals that you mentioned, and mm -hmm. and can we hear a little bit about their story too? Right. And so another guy. Uh, that was in that kind of uh, collage of pictures. Uh, his name is, is Gaudi. It's kind of a strange name, um, but uh, he was uh, a non-traditional student. So he had, he's actually already he was already working, um, but he went back to school uh, to finish his studies. And uh, something that, that we did with him was we walked through some some basics of what every Christian should know when they first make that decision to, to trust Jesus Christ. So we talked about prayer, we talked about the Bible, and uh, and how to how to be able to, to open it up and know and, and know what to do with it, uh, who the Holy Spirit is, a number of other things. And as I walked through that with him, uh, I, I found out later that he he actually took what we were uh, we were studying together. And he shared it with uh, a number of people in his family. And I was kind of taken aback by that. Like, oh, I mean, I didn't even have to ask you to do that. You, you did it on your own accord. Uh, and so that, that's really an, an element of, of discipleship mentoring that, that we, we should never leave out. This uh, uh, kind of instilling this desire to share what you have, have, have learned uh, from, from Scripture, to share with other people and be excited about it. Because that's something that I've always seen in him ever since that, that time together is that he's very excited. He's, he takes initiative, and uh, he, 
is excellent at, at teaching other people uh, the things that God is teaching him. So, how rewarding is it as a missionary to to see that type of result? It, like you said, he didn't even have to tell him. He was just naturally sharing that with his people around him, his family, his friends. I'm sure. Oh yeah, because it, it reminds you, and it reminds me <laughs> that uh, I'm not I'm not in this by myself. That it's not all, it's not all up to me to to make sure that the the gospel gets out there and that uh, and that uh, this Christian that I'm helping is is going to. Uh, follow the Lord's will for his life. It's not all up to me that he actually obeys God and, and, and does stuff. And then you had one more individual that you were going to mention, and right. what's his name? Right. His name is Baldwin. It sounds very American, <laughs> Yeah. but he's very Dominican. <laughs> he's not one of the brothers. No, the uh, no. He, his parents just decided to name him Baldwin. You, yeah. you encounter all types of names in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> But uh, something really cool with him was that I actually met him towards the end of his, his studies at his school. I think he was about junior entering senior year when I met him, but that didn't stop him from wanting to make the most of that, that last year in college. However, we started to meet up and to go over some, some of the things that I had gone over with, with Gowdy. Uh, and, and something clicked in that when he heard about a mission trip uh, that we were organizing to go to another island to try to pioneer, I guess, a crew movement there. He thought, you know, I really feel led by the Lord to, to be a part of this. I really want to, I really want to be a part of this. And uh, I, I was surprised, but I, I tried to, you know, uh, help him through the process of, of raising funds, of, of getting all the necessary stuff together to go. And uh, I was just taken aback by the, the amount of faith that he exercised uh, coming from um, a country where it's difficult to raise funds. And uh, he was able to, to not, not go only once, but twice. Wow. He trusted the Lord in one year to go two times with us to help share the gospel in, in Aruba and as well as to help encourage students there to show them that in the Caribbean there are uh, student movements that... that that love Jesus, that are, are sharing their faith with their classmates and are wanting to make an impact on the world with, with the gospel. So, so that was really, really amazing to see him uh, trust the Lord in that way at that time. And now he's graduated from college, and he continues to be uh, a resource to his local church and helping other, other young people <clears throat> not only come to a relationship with God, but uh, to, to help organized outreaches and other things like that. So it's been really, really cool to see uh, him grow and him change lives. I really appreciate you sharing about these different individuals because a lot of times we think of the mass crowd or, you know, this big group, and really discipleship is important to be one-on-one. And, mm-hmm. and, and how have you seen that played out in, in your ministry of, of mentoring those people and, and seeing how God used them? So. Uh, is there any information that you'd like to pass on of how people could maybe support you? And, and well, first, let's talk about what are, what's some of the work that you're going to be doing in Puerto Rico. Is it going to be similar to Dominican, and, or how is it going to be different? Right. So in, in Puerto Rico, I will I'll have the opportunity to continue to minister to college students, so to continue to, to, to visit college campuses in, in Maya West as well as in other uh, cities all, all across the island. 
and then another element of what I'll be I'll be doing uh, in, in the ministry there will be working with some local churches to um, develop some evangelism and discipleship programs uh, within their within their communities. And so I'll be working with college students as well as some local churches uh, that while I'm there, and I plan on being there for about three years, basically, okay. at least. And then, like like I mentioned before, if somebody wanted to support you mm-hmm. as a missionary. Uh, how do they go about that? Do they contact uh, Crusade, Campus Crusade, or how, how does that happen? Right, so uh, they can easily contact me uh, via email. I actually have a little a little web page uh, that people can can go online and can uh, c- connect with with my I guess my ministry with Crew specifically, and can easily give like a donation, uh, or uh, if they would like to, if they're not in, in a position to do that, they'd like to know more about what's going on on a monthly basis. I do send out uh, prayer updates to try to connect people with the, with the stories that uh, are happening in Puerto Rico. And uh, that, that way you can be praying alongside me and, uh, and be in the know of what God's doing. Well, thank you so much yep. for being here, and thank you thank for you. sharing. And, and we're glad as Porterfield to help sponsor you and, mm-hmm. and help support you in your field and, yep. and what you do and making a difference in the lives of people and young people, giving them an opportunity to grow in their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just by the way, this coming Sunday, Pastor Mark's going to continue his message on waiting on God and talking about what to do when you're waiting. So look forward to that. And thank you so much for being a part of this and listening to this. Um, it, Please join us at 8.30 on Sunday mornings or 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. So thank you for being a part of this.